You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, and good morning, EAP people. Welcome to the In the Lead podcast. I'm your host, Chris McHale, and we also we kind of have a full house today, which is kind of nice. Uh, we're missing Tyler, but that's all right. Nobody cares about him. Um, we'll move on to the next, the more important people. We've got Mr. Alec in the house after a week-long vacation. How are you doing, Hello. Man? I'm doing great, man. Feeling refreshed. Yeah? Ready to go. What'd you do on your week vacation party? I, I did seriously nothing. I ran in the park a lot. I hung out with uh, my wife and my little girl and uh, did a little writing just for fun kind of stuff. And it was good, man. Just just relaxed. Playing any games. Hadn't you got your Switch, right? You got a little Nintendo oh, Switch yeah. action going on? Got, yeah, I got my Zelda on a little bit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very cool. Um, well, it's glad. Uh, protein, protein. We need protein, uh, protein advice. We missed it last week. What are you eating? <laughs> I dude, I've been eating handfuls of cashews. I'm t- like you say that every like time. Is that all nuts, you eat? Man. That, I know that is nuts. I got like we yeah. I've been really lazy about uh, <laughs> you know nutrition lately. That's it's good. I could be eating hot pockets and uh, gummy bears like I was doing for a while. There you go. But, you know. That's a weird. Combo. Ain't nothing wrong with that, that, dude. One. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you gotta get. You know, it comes and goes. It's in cycles. <laughs> All right, we also have Mr. Robert, who's been um, MIA for a good two weeks, pumping paths out. Congratulations on that, man. Thanks, dude. I'm super excited. Um, one of our smoothest launches yet. Um, just really glad it's out there and can't wait to see what everyone does with it. Um, for you, those of you who don't know, I'm sure it's, it's pretty hard if you're listening to this podcast, but Paths is basically our, our new automated app that allows you to create paths for different types of leads on your site. So you can send people to like a newsletter. You can also send them to your CRM and you can do all this really cool stuff. Um, and then we have some great stuff planned already for it. It's just really um, kind of the next phase of Easy Agent Pro and uh, programming all this cool logic so we can all, you know, do the Easy Agent Pro way, work less and sell more. Right. No, I think it's great. Yeah, it, turned out, it turned out awesome, man. Great job. It yeah, is. Man. It's really, really Everybody nice, loves it. It's really, so really much good, good comments and beats the low about yeah, that. Yeah, and too. hats off Pat's off to Kelvin and Alec and Chris and all those guys making those great videos and articles and help center stuff too for it. I mean, it was like super smooth. It's great. We, right? That's what Chris took care of. You know, everyone did their part and we had, uh, we were prepared for the questions. It didn't feel, uh, it didn't feel like we missed a beat. So it was really cool. And, um, and just got more good stuff coming out like very soon. So let's be honest. Uh, you really didn't work. You just put up those nice sound bar, the sound barriers on the back of your <laughs> less echo now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I just mostly stare at buttons all day. Okay, <laughs> very cool, man. Any, any exciting things you did not over the Memorial day weekend? Uh, yeah, we actually went to Flagstaff and, uh, and stayed in a cabin up there with, um, my girlfriend and her family. Just kind of fished around. Um, took we went four wheeling. That was pretty fun. Uh, it's pretty cool just to get out of Albuquerque for the weekend. Right? Heck yeah! Cool man. Well, congratulations on Paz again. We'll be bugging you with some questions in a second here. Oh yeah. Last, last but not least, we have the infamous, the man, the myth, the legend, Mister Kelvin. How you doing? Good, buddy. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> how have you been doing? I've been good, man. I just moved, so I've been 
I all know. Over the congratulations, place. dude. Thanks, how man. How exciting. Definitely, definitely. That's how he spent his Memorial Day weekend, picking up boxes and yeah, picking was, up heavy oh, moving all weekend. Isn't that the best? Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Did uh what's the deal with the uh the videos? You've been pumping out videos like all week, yeah? Yeah, so just been really, really busy. So the the fashion, the dress for success video is going out this that's week. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, what I'm talking that's about. the first one I want to get out. And then I've got a video coming out soon about the the whole beat, the Zillow instant offers. That's going to be another video coming out soon. I really want to talk with our audience about Which that. Which we will. Yeah, we're gonna ch- we're gonna have a nice big long conversation about that today. Yeah, um, definitely. So that's fantastic, dude. I'm glad you're pumping stuff out, making it happen, making us look good, which is great. Trying, I look man. Like hammered dog poop with my beard. I need to shave. It's bad. <laughs> the uh, um. All right, cool. Well, there's the intros. We can uh, I'll timestamp it so in case you guys don't want to listen to it for whatever reason, and we'll move on to the questions. Um, the first one that I want to talk about, and specifically for Robert, um. Mr. Brad asks, uh, okay, what is considered the best practice for follow-up presenting uh, from a home valuation squeeze? Is it phone, email, face-to-face? Um, I've had this issue with people just taking their info and either not doing anything with it or slapping an FSBO sign in their yard and taking a shot. So, um, Robert, what do you think is a good follow-up procedure once you get, once you get this lead generated and, and they're a client? Cool. So... Um... Well, first of all, congrats on getting some leads to have to follow up with. That's always the first step of the process. Um, But um, so we've talked about this a lot before, but Easy Agent Pro, like the reason we don't, even in like our, like all of our home value, our seller magnet stuff, we don't generate a digital report for one reason. And that's that we believe that people that you should follow up with value. You know, if when you're making a sales call and you don't have anything to show someone, it's a lot harder to kind of make a connection and get the conversation started than if you have something really cool like a home value or you need to ask questions. So we purposely leave off some fields so you could always like, you know, so you get off, get started on a good foot with them. You call them right. up and you're like, hey, I just have a quick question, you know, uh, just to clarify, do you have like, is it a full master bathroom or is it a half bath? You know, like you could just say some some silly stuff, but it's like, I'm trying to get a more accurate value for your home. It's better than a Zestimate. You don't need Zillow. I'm the guy that's going to help you. And you kind of take that angle. And it's more effective than like, here you go. You know, it's 225000 And like, right. what are you going to say after that? You make it a lot harder on yourself if you don't have this like kind of, you know, it's just like a little bait call. And you're like, hey, how's it going? I'm the guy that's going to do this really cool thing for you. Just have a quick question. So well, that's um that's kind of my philosophy on it. Yeah, and we had a podcast. I, I still need to finish redoing the editing on it with Mr. Uh, Neil from The Onion Juice. He has another podcast, and he, he has that same approach where it's like, okay, do I go in there with an already pre-typed uh, you know, HVA, or do I go in there and be real with these people, right? Do That's the thing is like, I'd rather see you folks like follow up exactly like you said, um, have those questions ready and prepared and be real with these individuals instead of just sitting there giving them a number and then saying, gimme, 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 so I can sell your, your house and, and make a profit. You know what I mean? And didn't, didn't Neil set up the appointment and like the first thing he shows up empty handed and then like yeah. the first thing he says is like, do I have your permission to be honest with you? Yeah. 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 And he's like, exactly. which, which person that they've talked to so far asked him that. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, you can be honest. He's like, I'm the this only one you're going to talk to that, <laughs> right? did, yeah. Yeah, that didn't give you a home value report today because I'm not going to lie. They're super inaccurate. And there's no way those guys know what you're doing. I don't want to give you a bad report. So I'm going to take this extra step. And I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit. Right. It was just like, man, 
what a personal touch and a way to stand out. Because it's like, if, if they really just wanted a quick number, why wouldn't you just use a Zestimate? Well, so what do you guys think about this then? So let's say somebody opts in on the squeeze page. So you've got the text message going out right away and the email. Those two things should be firing off immediately whenever somebody's opting in anywhere on your site. For this, you've got it catered to, um, okay, I'd love to get some more. You know, the text goes out and it says, I sent you an email. I'd love to get a couple more things answered from you so I can be as you know detailed as possible. And then in the email that they get when they check it, you've you know asked those questions. And then you also have a section where you're saying, I would love to meet in person and maybe get to know more about your house so I can further increase the accuracy of the value that I'm providing you for your home. I'd like to be as thorough as possible. And then follow that up with a call maybe the next day or later in that, that right. day they opted in. So what do you think about that as a follow-up system? For this specific case. I think case. it's great. I think it would work. I like, um, sometimes I think you should narrow down your focus though, instead of like letting them take the path of talking to you via email, try to set up like, Hey, you know, like a call is the next step up from an email in commitment of wise, you know, you have to give your time. It can't just be at like nine o'clock at night, just responding to an email. Right. It's like, I'm going to book 30 minutes to talk to this guy. And you could do that and you could have your schedule page. You could shoot it in there. Let's book a time to talk. I just have some questions I need to cover. There you go. Slash, slash schedule. Well, and, and like you're sending them there. Yeah. And I had this idea click in my head yesterday. I'm sure you guys saw the video. I forgot the gentleman's name who had a new video update on his site. Um, and, you know, like on, on our homepages and stuff, we've got the, the stagnant video in the background. And then the people post like a, hi, I'm so-and-so nice to meet you. This guy's video of the intro about himself was a customer appreciation night that he did for, for clients, right? So what I would oh, was that Sun, Suncoast San Diego? Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? What I was thinking is like, to answer your question, Kevin, about like emails, like maybe host like a monthly Q&A session at your office, right? Hey, if you're still hesitant on buying or still hesitant on selling, we host this monthly thing. Uh, you know, we host this one night where we have some really great barbecue, uh, beers, and then you can come in and just hang out and chat with me and my my office about trying to get your house sold or any questions to just help comfort you. So you always have that call to action underneath in the email as well. And, you know, that makes that person feel more obligated to try and go with you because you're offering your resources for free for a single night. Um, and that's just taking that extra step in the process of like helping these individuals, especially first time home buyers. They have no idea what the hell they're doing. Right. And it's just right. another way for you to do that. So that might be a nice little like footer thing to throw in there on that email as a follow up as well. I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. I think, I think you have to do something that uh, looking at it from their perspective, just because they filled out a home valuation on your website, it doesn't mean they, they know and understand the difference between you and every other agent right. out there <laughs> yet. So yeah, you have to do something that sets you apart. And um, yeah. I and mean, then just- part of the problem is how long can you possibly do something? Eric Carmen just posted in uh, It Beat Zillow this week that he, uh, I loved reading this post because it wasn't even about tech stuff. It was just about follow-up. Right. And he's like, man, I, I lost almost, this. I almost like yeah. wanted to include that in the, in the podcast today, yeah. He's like, I was following up with these guys, and then I kind of slacked for a little bit, and then I called them up, and they had already bought a new house. And it was just like, man. Um, so it's, I think on, on, you have to figure out ways to consistently insert value into it. So like what we were talking about, the barbecue was a great idea for, for one thing that could be in your pipeline that you could do quarterly or whatever. Um, but then you also need to think of like, like Ty's, we've been talking about like doing like it's a perfect like new home buyers need a course no agents make courses and we're like guys you should make a course you should make a course and no one will do it but that's what people like these days i could tell you personally that courses get people to give you their email and like that's what like it's about so you can um 
You can give these away like as a way to stay in touch. You can do it. You can use it as a form of lead capture, but start making courses about selling your home. Like, by the way, like you don't even need to schedule a call if you can get them into a course. And then like, it's almost just as good for someone to see your face on camera. And like they get to start building that connection with you. And then when it's actually time, they call you and you're the guy that they watch the video or girl. And um, it's just like, it's a lot cleaner than just, you're just some random dude, even from Zillow that is just calling him now. And like, I'm going to call you 10 times in the next three months. That's so much better than just randomly reaching out and saying, hey, you guys, you know, where are you guys at now? What's uh, going on? It's, you know, by the way, (laughs) while you're thinking, here's a course that you can take. Like this might help make this process easier. Yeah, totally. And the thing that like, just to like eat, this is not that difficult of a thing to do. You could even do this live quarterly, like we were saying with the barbecue. We do daily office hours classes for people. I mean, obviously the resources are there for us to do that, but maybe once a month, do a live webinar and help these people understand like what they need to do, what the steps are doing. I mean, it works. Look at like Alec and I just did an office hours class today where an individual said that he's never, well, he's like, holy crap, this is actually a live seminar. Like you guys have the balls to do this. Yeah, of course we do, because we want to be there and stand out from the rest of the crowd. You want to be that resource and that education. And, you know, you come up with the course and it's just simply getting that course done. The technology is there to help you. It's free for most in most cases. And then you can just stand out. Right. So, you know, Robert's 100 percent right. Like, just go do it. Like, we've told you thousands of times to do it and none of you are doing it. It's, it's one of those things. And that's something you could actually plug into your automated uh, home value analysis follow-up. Like say, hey, I'm, thanks for making contact. I'm working on your home value analysis right now. I actually have a, a free training coming up tomorrow or whatever it is. Like click this link to sign up. You could send that in text and email that just goes out automated right. immediately anytime someone does fill out that. And that, do, that will set you apart from anyone else uh, where they're filling out those forms online to get those free evaluations. Absolutely. I just go completely well, overboard with the amount of value you're providing here, man. Absolutely. Well, think about yeah. like, Kelvin, how many times have you done a Facebook uh, office hours course and like everybody's stupidly grateful at the end of it because they can't find it anywhere else. There's nowhere else that's going to help them through this process. And it's the same thing with first time home buyers. If anything, it's more complicated than Facebook ever would be. So for you to sit there and take the time and energy to create this course, constantly push it in their faces and let them know like, I am here to help you. I'm that person that's going to help you sell your home. You know, like it's, it's a, it's free money. I feel like at that point, right. It's just, you get whoever makes the most gives the most value, right? That's like some Grant Cardone stuff right there. It's like touch more people, (laughs) make more money. So like literally it's proportional to how many people you help out. So there's going to be some you help out that are for free. And there's some that you're going to help out. that are going to turn into sales and possibly referrals down the road. Um, But you just have to like foster that attitude of, helping people an easy way to help people. You're like, this person just checked out. They just wanted to find out the value of their home. Do you think they're selling? Do you think they'd appreciate a course on selling? Do you think they'd appreciate an ebook on selling? Do you think they'd appreciate a webinar on selling? Do you appreciate like, there's just a million and one things that these people need help with. And if you could be that person, then you're the person they're going to call when it's time to, you know, get a, get an agent. And the other thing I would say too, though, is, is a, no matter what you do, a certain percentage of those people are going to like go cold or and a certain percentage of those people are going to put a fisbo sign in their yard no matter what you do about it but a lot of those fisbos don't go well for those folks and they don't sell their home that way right um and so if you can put them into an automated drip email system and and build that relationship over time let them go make their decisions and do their thing and if it doesn't work out for them um you've taken the time to build trust and they might come back to you over time but you need to have a plan for delivering value and content right 
so that they have a reason to come back to you. And that's yeah. why we built paths. Like literally now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it used to be that all the leads would could go to your CRM and then you're like manually managing, you're making decisions. Well, making decisions every day is bad. And we know, you know, like how often do you go to the gym when you really want to go to the gym? Um, you said you were going to go, but you didn't quite make it. But you can't really do that with marketing. So if you take that off you, you can automate it all. And now you can literally with paths just say, uh, I want like, this is my seller's landing page. They're going to get the seller campaign where it's going to offer them this seller course and so on. And you can start doing that for buyers, for FISBOs, for all these, all these different groups. And then you can get really segmented with your marketing and you'll know, like, it's just, it's really powerful stuff. I just like so excited about it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, there you go, Brad. There's a really, really great in-depth answer to your question there. Hopefully we helped you out there. Um, we'll move on to the next one. It'll be short and sweet. It's Miss Karen, the the BA, Miss Karen. She's she's kicking butt. Just moved. Congratulations on the move again. Um, so she asked, when putting your website address on a for sale sign, does any uh, does anyone drive them to the page other than the homepage looking for some creative ideas? Um, who wants to chime in on this one? I was This one was kind of like a random question that I just wanted to throw in. A little failure. Um, Robert, you're, you got the good ideas, man. What do you think about that? Let's see. Well, I mean, we've talked about vanity URLs before, you know, like albuquerque.home. And then that could go to a landing page where it's actually your schedule page or a book page. Um, I, I don't know. I look at, I would, (laughs) it's hard. I look at real estate signs now every time I see one and I study what they did. I've seen some with, I'd say a number one mistake, don't do 12-point font on it and have a bunch right. of crazy text on there that confuses people. But Realty I'm not One's sure. been doing that, man. It's like, I don't even know like what what's on there. <laughs> yeah, I know. that's I look at them all in my... Um, and then my other, my buddy um, that I went to school with, Matt Templeton, he, he has Templeton Properties, Keller Williams in Albuquerque. And I always see his signs actually in my, my neighborhood and stuff. And his he does a branded arrow. He made up his own unique sign layout, and then it has his brand on there and just a phone number. And then they also have the text, uh, you know, the the hashtag code to, and you can send them a link, you know, text two three two 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 to this number, and we'll send you something. Um, but I'm not, I don't know. I'd be interested to hear from you, Karen, how many um, people you've had call from signs and that kind of thing. Um, cause I feel like they're kind of, they could, they could work and it's good to have a phone number on there, but I'm not sure like adding a link would really optimize it or, or do anything like that. The text. Cause it's kind of the, oh, Sorry, go ahead, dude, I was just gonna say the text that the, what you, what Robert just said, that sounds much more effective than adding a link and hoping that that's driving people back to any specific page. Yeah. Think, it's like, I think it's tough. I think leaving just your numbers way more important than a link back to your site when it comes to that type of advertising or that type of like notification system for individuals or not. I, I, Cause a lot of signs too already have the papers on there where they can just pull the paper out and read about the house. Right. So the landing page might work uh, just specifically for that property and stuff that might be a little bit better, save you on some paper, save you on like, you know, a really expensive signpost or anything like that. But I think just the numbers fine on, in that case, cause the house is right there in front of them. You know what I mean? It's not like they're they're not at home sitting on their computer looking at the listing. They're right there. So yeah. it's uh it's a tough one. That's a really really tough one, man. What any any thoughts, Alec? No, I was just gonna kind of what you were going on is the if you were to use a URL that was a that was to replace like the flyer for that page or or something like that. You end up 
it's the single property versus advertising like a list or an area or a, or a value offer. It's a lot of work for one tiny property and it's not scalable and it's, it's difficult to repeat with every single property that you're doing. Um, so it, it's, it's tricky. It almost seems like it would be better to just use your standard branded. What about um, a QR code or something? Well, that's what no. they've done, and you know, like well, the got they've done that with like got mailers and stuff, right? Land. But like with signs, is that even? I when guys, who of you guys last used a QR code? Dude, that's if, what I was about to say. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the smartest thing I ever heard with a QR code is like, how what's the best way to use them? Don't use them. Uh, that like, one dude said. No, I've wrote a book. It's Q- such a pain to download the thing, and yeah, what did he I, say? I've never done it. Karen, don't listen to me kittens. then. <laughs> well, no, I just like. QR codes are just a little like they're cool and the intentions there. And like, I wish people like, you know, like when I don't, you don't really walk up to signs and then like shoot them. And then it's just, I don't, I think it was a good idea. Um, and it just didn't play out how everyone thought it would. Yeah. The, I mean, the only other thing that you could, yeah, just, it doesn't make sense. It's easier to pull out your phone and like Google something or type in a web address than it is to scan a QR code and all that stuff. So if you could do like a video, um, we, we had an agent who did this, who took the address and created a YouTube home tour of it and it ranked top on Google right. or whatever. If you put on that sign, Google, Google oh, this and, and like, it was yeah. like that sign uh, for that house. And then that, the video tour of that home showed up just by them Googling the punching address. in Google, which is fast and easy and comfortable to do. Yeah. Just Googling the address. Um, that, that would be something you could do and you could actually put it in your sign and give a call to action for people to do that. That, that might be interesting to play with. You'd have to. Make sure you could rank for that right. immediately, though. Yeah, I personally think that it's like those signs. And if you're going to, you know, they cost money and you have to go put manually place them out there. Um, I think that they're the best for branding recognition. Like you get mm-hmm. to see that brand. Everyone in the neighborhood cruises by and then they run into like an ad on Facebook and you're like, wait, I know this person. Wait, I get this. It's like that consistency in branding. That's why your logo should be on like when you're sending them an email. It has that right there. Your website reflects the same and you can kind of get some recognition, which will have subconscious effect of making them like you a little bit more, um, right. at least know who you are. Um, we have this guy in my neighborhood. His, <laughs> he's a Coldwell Banker agent and he literally has like 60 signs probably around here. <laughs> and they're like everywhere. We have a calendar of him on my fridge now. <laughs> um, it's like, it's like funny how he keeps like, it's just so persistent with the brand recognition. Now I know him by name and I could like, you know, if I was ever, I, you'd like check him out. Um, but I think it's just kind of exposure and you view it as impressions for your brand versus like a lead gen tool. I don't know. There you go, Karen. Hopefully that answers your question a little bit. Don't use QR codes. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> use it as brand recognition. No, I like it. Uh, and Karen, let us know. Yeah, we are really curious. Like how many people did, like how many people have you gotten phone calls from who said they saw your sign? I'm really curious about that. And that goes for anybody who listens to the podcast. Is it benefit you? Does it help you out? Have you generated a lead or a client from a, from a, a sign? Um, if so, how did you, how did you go about it? What was your next step of the process and everything like that? So let us know. It'd be really curious. Not, not that. last, last. Oh, last thing I would say on that though is is if you do use a, another domain, don't do whatever dot com forward slash this. A lot of times it's like it's too long and it's too cumbersome to type or copy or whatever. Um, and we have seen some agents in the past do where they buy another simple domain and then they'll create a squeeze page, a landing page, and then they'll mask the domain over that specific squeeze page. So that would be the last thing I say. If you do think of something that you want to do with that, Karen, uh, that would be the way to do it is to have a separate domain that's easy. Uh, to remember and easy to punch in and then mask it over a landing page. And you can also grab a, uh, a marketing phone number 
So they have these phone number trackers. I think they're like nine bucks for a, per line. And you can have a phone number to actually record and track how many say, how many calls you get into there. So you can mm-hmm. have some kind of feedback on like, man, should I even keep doing these signs? Or like, does anyone ever call this number? Or, you know, you can actually start collecting data so you're making smarter decisions. Because then if you ever do switch to yeah. a link, you're like, okay, well, I get 10 calls a month. Can I beat 10 website visits, 10 leads, 10, uh, you know, whatever it is. Right. Yeah, good call. Right. Awesome questions. Thank you, Miss Karen. As usual, you always ask fabulous questions and we enjoy answering them. Uh, we enjoy when you stump us as well. So thank you so much for that. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, I'm going to skip Vix right now and move right to Byron. So we have a little bit of time to talk about this. Um, he posted something called stopzilla.com on the Beatzilla group. Uh, Kelvin's actually creating a video about this topic and about what Zillow is up to those bastards. Um, <laughs> Kelvin, if you want to go ahead and kind of explain what's going on to everybody and, and, you know, give your two cents, we'll talk about it a little bit and see what's going on there. Yeah, so Zillow, if you haven't heard yet, it's popping up a lot in all the different Facebook groups that we're a part of here is Zillow starting instant offers is what they're calling it. And it's basically a way to facilitate connecting sellers with investors. And I think it's June 8th is when it's officially starting the testing. And it's Orlando is one of the test markets where they're going to be testing this system out. And so you've, you know, you've got agents on there's people on both sides of the spectrum here who are yawning about it, they're not really paying attention to it, and some who are freaking out. And to me, it's it's not terrifying. It's not we don't need to be panicking yet, but this is definitely cause for alarm, I would say, because the entirety of Zillow's business model is built on the fact that agents are supporting them. So I definitely wanted to have some conversation about this because it's heading somewhere. Real, real, the real estate industry itself is about to, in my opinion, is heading towards something very disruptive. And there's still a lot that agents can be doing right now to keep themselves from becoming obsolete. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Yeah, well, let's hear it, man. Chat about it. What? Why do you feel like? So, what's a disruptive thing that you're worried about? Like, well, it sounds so, like you're a little concerned. You're part of the concerned group, is what it sounds. Yeah, like. well, this is a huge step, in my opinion, to try and cut out the use that real estate agents have in the transactional process here. So, it's like essentially what Amazon is doing to retail, or what Uber did to taxis. Except, real estate agents are in a very unique situation to where they still have some control over this because, again, they're supporting Zillow. So stop putting money into paying Zillow for leads and start building out your own branding and content strategy and embrace the technology that is starting to come into the real estate industry. There's so many agents that are so hesitant to embrace the different changes happening and they're going to become obsolete very soon. Right, right. And so Uh, I'd love to hear what you guys think about that too. So I'd love to have a discussion about this. Let's hear it, Alec. What do you you think about the whole process? Um, I... I don't know quite yet. I, I've just done a little bit of reading on it. It's, it's, it is interesting though, and I, I don't think that it's probably going to stop. You know what I mean? When something this disruptive from such a large player enters a marketplace like this, it usually just opens the door for other people continuing to try different things. So yes, I, I think it is disruptive. I think the StopZillow.com stuff makes some really good points about it being misleading to people who aren't knowledgeable of their home's value and it's creating well, they're, a they're, vulnerable they're position where investors already. yeah there's estimates already yeah. doing that like really you're gonna you're gonna tell an individual that their house is worth 30 percent more of what it really honestly is like zillow has so, constantly lied about numbers and crap like that yeah so it, i mean it sounds like i think the stopzillow.com they make a point about how they're kind of opening the door to predator predatory behaviors from investors buying 
homes from homeowners who don't know the value and that kind of thing. I don't know. I but that so already e- happens though. R- right. Like, so e- e- either they're gonna have to like, especially in towns where yeah, there's no regulation. And I, I think anytime there's like something disruptive, yeah, exactly. They're gonna have to either heavily regulate it, like actually at the law level, or or there's gonna be more people that enter this space and offer similar services and go into competition, and this it just changes the marketplace like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I was Robert. watching. Uh, I was watching Snap Pack, Justin, or uh, so we had Jason Frazier, sorry, and then and then Dustin Brown. Um, and they were talking about this. They had a great talk, but it was it's really it's interesting to hear. Um, but basically, one thing we're gonna have to figure out how to stand out as as an agent. But and then like also like there's there is like there's no way. One of Dustin's points was like, if you're going to get a home inspection, how's Zillow going to save you from a shoddy home inspection? Right. Like right. They, they're discounting all the value and stuff that agents do. But I think it's important as ever to make sure we're progressing the amount of value you could possibly give someone. So that way it's not, um, that way it's not scary. I think it's going to happen. Um, you know, one of the, me and Ty were talking about it this week, but like insurance companies is a great thing. They've been selling insurance online for probably 10 or 15 years now. Um, and there's still a million state farm agents in Albuquerque. There's still a million all state agents. Like the agents don't go away. Um, I think there's too much certain things people want to deal with the person on, but like, I think that Zillow is going to sell a certain percentage of people don't mind buying a house like that. Uh, some people that are less cost sensitive probably wouldn't, wouldn't sweat it so much, but it, and you know, Zillow, if one thing they'll eventually get it right and figure it out. Because they are good at that. Right. They're the number one search real estate website, and they're killing it. They have realestate.com now. It's like their millennial version of, of, of Zillow. And it's just like, it's really crazy because it, it is happening really fast. But I still think, um, I still think there's too much, there's too many parts moving at once and too many, you know, mortgage. There's so many people involved. Number one, real estate agents. Number two, like mortgage companies and all these, all these services that are built around the industry. And if Zillow's got, there's going to, my, I guess my point is there's like 10 million people who don't want that to happen. So they're probably well, going to put stuff in place. MLS is included to try. And to- I think what you just said is, is a huge part of why, and there, there was another article, I think that was put out by Inman about the importance of like education based marketing and that kind of thing. I think it's going to become even more important mm-hmm. that building, building trust and offering education based marketing. It's going to, yeah. With more tools like this that, um, people it seems like an easy solution on the surface but like you just said there's so many complex moving parts underneath it the need for people to be educated and make contact with a real competent professional is going to just it's going to go up i agree one of the best one of the best analogies or metaphors that i read came from realtor the magazine actually when they actually put out a response to this which was a little delayed but it was that it was referencing back to when people started getting much more control over being able to trade their own stocks in in the financial world, but financial professionals are still in high demand. So, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think this is going to make agents, I don't think this service itself is going to destroy an agent's usefulness. I'm just worried about like the market share that's being given and the, and the amount of resources that agents themselves are giving to a company that's looking to directly compete with them, essentially. Are so you... That you could be building you out your own... about like... 
Are you concerned about like a monopolization of this of this tactic? Or no, no, because there's other companies. There's about? other companies already looking to do the same thing. I'm just saying that right. Zillow itself is built is supported by agents and their biggest assets agents. being yeah. listings. So they give them their data. Right. They give them their money for leads. It's just I'm concerned about people relying on that for the foreseeable future. So I'm saying and just fueling the fire. Right. Basically. Exactly. I'm not saying that agents are going to yeah. become obsolete. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. And and one thing that I wanted, if people are concerned about this this obsolete process happening for agents, rest assured, I mean, NAR does research on this all the time. Last year, it was like 98% of people who are purchasing a home still want to use a face-to-face agent when they're buying a home or selling. Like real estate agents are just part, like you, like Robert was saying, are part of this giant machine. They're just a cog in the machine of purchasing a home. It's a huge process. And never mind, like the regular, the regulator on a regulatory level nationwide, globally, it's so different everywhere. Some states require that you have to have a valuation done, or, or, uh, you know, or, or just to double check that the bones are safe on the house. Other states don't. Um, there's, there's, there's just so much at play that I don't really think, even with Zillow, all the money in the world that Zillow has, it's going to be really hard to automate that process. Um, and and I agree with I agree with Robert saying we're like you. Real estate agents aren't going anywhere, and for the ones who are concerned about it, it's a really quick and easy fix. Take the initiative now, stop buying leads from Zillow, and open up your own damn website and start generating leads yourself. It's exactly. easy now. It's, we've made it easy for you. Other companies have made it easy for you. You know, and then one other scenario, you, like we, we already talked about, Zillow makes all their money from real estate agents right, right now. I don't think they're just going to turn that off. So they don't, I don't think they, pers- like, they're going to make it easier to make an offer and then probably ha- charge more to an agent to get that. This is right. an instant deal. They're like, you know what your margins are. Do you want to buy this lead for 1200 bucks? They made an offer. And like, it's like, you know, so I still think they're in the, the business of, of selling leads. And that's kind of, you can't forget like how they actually make their revenue and they are a public company. So they have a lot of shareholders who don't like risk. So it's completely turning off your revenue to to try to sell houses. I'm, I still think, I think there's a, a few scenarios that could play out like that. When, just out of curiosity, do we know, like, how long ago did they, man, their stock jumped in five days too. Like, yeah, it did. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Wow. There's, there's a lot of stuff coming from them. So. Interesting. I just, I just think there's a lot to be done. I think agents could be doing a lot right now too, to really prep and, and secure their future right now before and if you're the type of low interaction agent that is like, um, like you know, like a paperwork manager, like if that's the service you provide uh, to selling a house, then that those are going to be phased out. Right. But I think there's always going to be, you know, people that need staging, people that are trying to make money and get an extra 20%, people that are trying to negotiate, people that, you know, and like even with eBay, Craigslist is still running strong. There's still people that like to deal with people. Versus trusting a bidding system, right. any kind of well, weird look at stuff. Like a good example too, we talked about on a podcast a while back. Walmart is selling cars now, right? They're they're testing this market where you walk into a Walmart and you have a paper, like a, a phone book with cars on it, and you order your car that way. It gets delivered to your Walmart, you pick it up, and you've got yourself a new car. Is it doing well? Hell no, it's not doing well. People have learned that they want to go to a dealership. They want to go to a person who specializes in this specific thing. Ask the questions that are important. You buy a hybrid car. Okay, how much is it going to cost me to replace this battery in eight years, right? You want to ask these really important questions. And places like Zillow may not have those answers because, once again, there is a system involved. There is a, co- there is a giant machine 
that this is all based off of. It's the same idea. And then if you could get in bed with Zillow and play their game, it could also be pretty profitable. I was imagining what they would, you know, like, so Zillow's going to sell my house. I just made this decision to sell my house with Zillow. And they're going to send me like, they're going to all these instructions for how to clean my house, how to do this, what I need to have my, you know, my, my eyes dotted, T's crossed. And then they're going to send me like a Zillow blue lock for my door that I'm going to lock to it. And then they're going to pimp my house out to people and tell them the combination so they can go look at it. And um, I think that is awesome. Like that part is really cool. I could see like, I want to go check out this house. And they're like, great, here's the code, go check it out. You know, and you could have, um, you know, and you sign a liability waiver or whatever, but you can go over there and you could, and then I could see how you would bring in an agent. And they're like, hey man, this guy's going to do an appointment. Are you going to go talk to him? It's worth this much. And they could be, like, I still just foresee a heavy amount of, of selling the activities for the next 10 years, 20 years, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. They're going to, I think they're going to be a, a good paperwork manager and maybe possibly like a connector. Because uh, I think they want to be the middleman. It's not about ending up with like you sending Zillow a check for 250 grand from your mortgage company. I think they're, I still think they're just tied to real estate agents um, driving their, their revenues because those are, it's really who does the work on Zillow. It's like, it's the middleman economy. It's like, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Kelvin, any other thoughts that you had on it? No, that was good, man. I enjoyed that. I just really thought it was important to talk about because I agree. If you folks have any questions or want to comment on it, I, we're really interested in what you folks think about it. I mean, you are, you know, we're not in the foxhole on the front line. We're sitting here helping you out on the social media side. We're sitting here helping you out on your marketing end. Um, you're the folks who this affects a lot more than us. I mean, it does trickle down to us, of course, but you know, you guys are the bread and butter of the system. You folks know exactly what's going on. You see the day-by-day basis on how this stuff changes and affects you. So feel free to comment on this. Send us a ticket to support at easyagentpro.com. Um, it is a really important topic. So if you guys do have, or girls do have some, some, you know, some comments on it, I don't even mind like sharing them on next week's podcast episode as a, re- a recap as well. I mean, it's a pretty important thing and it's, it is scary for some people and we can understand that. So definitely and let if us nothing, know what you think. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Chris. But if and then Rude. if nothing else, it's <laughs> it's time for the race to the finish line, right? Like it's time now to start building your list, start filling up your CRM, start closing some deals, so you have those referral network coming in, and you know you could spend the next three years building a massive list. So it's not going to take over in the next three years, and you'll be good. Like that'll be you'll have enough of a network to have a referral base, to have a, a marketing retargeting list, all this stuff. To, right. to, you know, to well, feed you stuff down the line while Zillow does whatever they're going to do. And the last... Yeah, the answer to, to disruption is never wait and see what happens. The answer to disruption is always get busy and get proactive right. and insulate your business by making smart decisions. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's a, it's a sink or, that's a sink or swim uh, situation right away. You know what I mean? Like if you have this mentality, like, like Kelvin's saying, if you have this mentality where you are really nervous and you are freaking out about it, do something about it. Like, like, like Robert said, go get those, go get those, those funnels started out, start purchasing some of those emails, some of those really important things on Facebook. So you have that revenue coming in. You have that, that, that great resource for your CRM. There you go. I think that was really fabulous. Thank you. Yeah, man. That was good stuff. Oh yeah. Kelvin looking forward to the video on it. Kelvin, please, please, please let us know when that's posted. So we'll, uh, we can talk about it a bit more too. For sure. For sure, man. 
Awesome, folks. With that said, I'm going to hold off on on Mr. Vic's question till next week. I think uh, we're running pretty we're running a pretty good show here. Um, thank you, folks. Uh, Robert, um, Alec, and Kelvin. Thank you guys for sitting with me. I know you folks are stupidly busy all the time, so I really appreciate you spending 40 minutes of your time hanging out. Um, Glad to be here. Always, oh yeah, always a pleasure. Awesome. Thank you, folks, to list, uh, for you to listening to Easy Agent Pro uh, in the Lead Podcast. We really appreciate it. We love giving you folks all this information. If you have a question for the show or have a comment, please uh, tweet us at Easy Agent Pro or send us a ticket to support at Easy Agent Pro with a question for the podcast, and we'll be happy to answer it for you folks. Um, other than that, keep rocking on, keep generating those leads, and we will see you next week with another episode. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.